all stand together this morning. Everybody help me sing today. Spencer, also we remember our brother Ben this morning as he goes uh, to the Congo leaving on Tuesday, so we'll remember him this week, and God will be with him as he travels, and, and he'll be a blessed, it'll be a blessed service there, and God will just touch many lives for his kingdom, and I'm sure there's more requests, I may not know them, but God knows them this morning, if you just make those known, by that, lift your hand, God sees what it is under your hand this morning, he's very mindful of it, Brother George, come, if you would this morning, lead us in prayer, brother. Feels good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. I feel his presence here with us. Amen. Let's just bow our heads. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, as David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Lord, we're thankful to be in your house this morning, Lord. We're thankful that we know this is the place where you've set aside for us to come together, Lord, and to worship you, Lord, and Lord, we want to do just that today, Father. And Lord, these requests that was made known, Lord, Sister Vicki and Brother Ron and Brother Daniel, Lord, we just, Lord, we lift them up to you, Lord, their, Lord, their physical bodies, Lord. We, we pray, oh God, you'd move on the scene for them this morning, Lord, we ask. And 
Lord, that you would touch them, Lord, as only you can, Father. Doctors can only do so much, Lord, but we, we serve the great physician today, Lord, and we ask you, O oh God, that you would just minister to each one of these needs, Lord. And Father, Brother Ben, Lord, as he's over, Lord, away from home, Lord, away from his home country even, Lord, and Lord God, we just ask you to protect him there, Lord, and Lord, help him as he ministers the gospel, Father. Lord, to be souls saved, Lord. That to be people would be delivered and healed, Lord. That many miraculous things would happen, Lord, for the sacrifice that he's made, Father. We trust that it will be, Lord. And now, Lord, as we come to this part of the service, Lord, to worship you, Lord, it's the least we could do, Lord, for the sacrifice you've made for us, Lord, for the way that you've made for us, Lord, the least we can do, Father, is to praise you, Father, to, to worship you with all of our heart, Lord. We ask, oh God, you'd help us to do it today, Lord. Let us lay aside what's going on outside of here, Lord. Let us lay aside our burdens and troubles, Lord, and Lord, all the fights that we're fighting, Lord, and just concentrate this morning on you, Father, we pray. And we ask you, oh God, you'd bless our pastor this morning as he preaches the word of God to us. Lord, may we receive it, Father. And Lord, may we line ourselves up with it, we pray. And we commit it into your hands now. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, amen and amen. God bless you now, Brother John. Man, you can have your seats this morning. We'll do a Sunday school and a short mission report. I want to read this, uh, Brother.
be happy to be here to worship. Amen. He's here for us if we'll allow him. So let's get behind Brother Mark. Amen. Didn't you just love the service we had here on Wednesday night? Amen. Presence of the Lord, Brother George. I never I told him I never knew there was so many things in the message that you could preach on them ants. But Lord help me to be just like consider the ant. Amen. That was just a fine message, brother. God bless you. Amen. Let's sing this together if you would this morning. I think it's in the key of uh, A flat. Oh, when my way groweth drear, precious Lord, linger near. When my life is Take my hand and lead me on. Praise the Lord. Let's sing this together. Oh, Christ, our Redeemer, died on the cross, died for the sinner, paid all his dues. So sprinkle your soul with the blood of the
worst of sinners, Jesus will save. All he has promised, that will he do. Wash in the fountain, open for sin, and I will pass, will pass over you. When I see the blood, oh, when I see the blood. Today, when I see the token, I will pass over you. Heard that message this week, and I said, oh, thank you, Jesus. He said, you can't go take it and put it in a bucket and hide it over here or do whatever. It's got to be on display for the whole world to see. So I have the token applied to my household. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's sing this. I hadn't sung it in a little bit, and I think it's in the You've been walking in the same old road for miles and miles. If you've been hearing the same old voice tell the same old lies. If you've been trying to fill the same old holes inside, there's a better life. Well, there's a better life. There's a better life. all search for the light of day in the dead of night and we've all found ourselves worn out from the same old fight we've all run for the things we know just ain't right but there's a better life there's a 
God's a chain breaker this morning. No matter what it may be. Listen to this deep breath. Every praise is to our God. Every word of worship. You're not singing to me this morning. You're singing to God. Keep that in mind, if you will, this morning. Amen. We'll let you have your seats. And we'll have our ushers to come and receive the morning offering. You just give the Lord, and I know he'll bless you for that. Uh, I think Sister Abby, her prayer is celebrating her birthday on Tuesday. I got one right. Praise the Lord. Let's give her a hand this morning.
can't seem to shake this song and ever since with Isaiah sung it. It's just, I've sung it every single day. And I'm just like, oh, Lord, I thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Let's try to sing that this morning. I love you, Lord, for your mercy never fails me all of my days. I've been held in your hands. Thank you, Lord. From the moment that I wake up until I lay my head. Of the goodness of God. Help me sing. Yes, you have. 
my testimony all of my life he's been so faithful and all of my life he's been so so good with every breath that I'm able I'm going to sing of the goodness of God if you want to let me stand here and sing by myself I'll do it for God's goodness amen I can't do the justice of the song like brother Isaiah can but I certainly do love that song oh my goodness I thank the Lord for it sister Abby come ahead this morning if you will she's going to sing for us today You'll be hearing more of that, by the way.
pressing on. Amen. Keep on walking. There's many falling away this morning, but I have a desire to keep pressing on this morning. Let's stand together, if you will, this morning as we invite our pastor to deliver what the Lord has laid on his heart for us. How many are looking forward to the word of the Lord this morning? Amen. Let's sing this. I think it's another song. Oh, and when the battle's over. that will be. A very good morning to each and every one of you. It's good to be back in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ, where there is fullness of joy. There's just nothing like the presence of the Lord. I've been in the presence of great people, but nothing can match the presence of the Holy Spirit. He's always welcome in our midst. Because we love him so much. If the bread will become, this is a tithe, the first fruits you give to the Lord. Let's sing this old song, Holy Spirit, thou art welcome in this place. Many remembers the old song, Holy Spirit, thou art welcome in this place. Omnipotent Father of mercy and grace. Holy Spirit, thou art welcome. Holy Spirit, Thou art welcome. Would you welcome Him right now?
stripes and wounds we are healed we carry such a load in our own selves trying in our own efforts our own doings to please the father but yet he says to us I've already done it all The greatest revelation of the day is acceptance of the finished work at Calvary. Oh, what a blessing when your eyes are open and your minds are illuminated to the revelation of who you are. Satan does not have a chance because we're here in this frail body, trapped in this cursed serpent but deep on the inside of the inside our souls have been regenerated by the blood and spirit of Jesus Christ who did it all for us and the song says paid in full by the blood of the lamb you believe that paid in full nothing I have done nothing I could do There's no cost to grace. Hallelujah. You cannot buy it or merit it. You cannot try to impress God on your actions or your behaviors. God looks upon that flesh in one aspect. But when he looks upon the soul, hallelujah, he sees perfection. 
He sees himself being reflected in the realms and regions of our souls this morning. What a blessing. What a blessing. We can say like our Lord says, it is finished. It is finished. Praise God. The Lord bless you. you. may be seated just for a moment. I appreciate our musicians. And I just a few little announcements. I had a couple of things on my agenda this morning. And my mind is uh, so much of my mind just slipped this morning. But I, I've made a few notes here so I can remember. I do want to mention uh, Brother George Smith uh, will be coming to for the weekend of... Uh, Naomi's wedding, and he'll be ministering here on the uh, 11th, that's the Sunday, uh, September 11th, Brother George Smith will be ministering. Um, I do want to pass this on to you. Uh, he has asked me uh, concerning uh, an offering for the needs in Venezuela. He's working there uh, with an extensive amount of uh, responsibility and he has expressed that there are several dire needs that are there in uh, Venezuela. And uh, he said a, a few dollars will help in some way to help the saints of God there. Brother George has never solicited offerings, so uh, we want to we wanna do an offering for him. That will be on the 11th when he's here. We will lift an offering for Venezuela for the needs there. And uh, as the Lord will, will lead you and you pray about the needs there. We want to help the saints there in Venezuela. We have Venezuelan here in our church, and we thank God for the brethren here, and we just want to reach out to some of our fellow brethren there. You understand that Venezuela was a beautiful country. You know that. It still is. Very nice country, beautiful economy, well-structured economy, a well-to-do country, a rich country, rich in oil. Beautiful country there, the Bride of Christ. Many large groups in many, many cities there. My father, many years back, uh, ministered in the church that the saints here in our assembly came out of there at, uh, in Venezuela, and a very large congregation there. However, as the government became corrupt, things began to go south. But you see, it hasn't changed the beautiful people that's there. Uh, the Venezuelan people are beautiful people. We, we're actually neighbors to each other. Guyana is right there. Venezuela is right across. There's actually no rivers that separate us. It used to all be one country at one time. Then the British, and the, they, they had a separation there and uh, separated zones. So, uh, but, but the bride is still the same. So we just want to remember the saints there in Venezuela. Lovely people. As you see right in our congregation, wonderful believers of God. So let's just remember that need. Pray about it. Let's just help them with a nice offering for the needs there. I have some, um, I have some not so good news this morning, but um, there's good news and bad news. So I'll give you the not so good news first, but um, I'll follow up with something behind that. Uh, I've been working here on the uh, tent revival here for the mid of October, October here at the church. However, I've gotten, obtained all the permits. Everything has been legally on my end, um, but we have had some uh, problems with the uh, tent itself. I located a tent, was able to get a tent. However, from the county and the permits office, it has to be a certain type of a tent because they will not allow us to 
put any type of a tent on the grounds. It has to be on the asphalt. So because of that, um, uh, we're, I've been searching for a certain specific kind of a tent to where we could just put it here in our parking lot. But time being so against us, uh, we'll have to just postpone uh, the tent meeting until I can get all of that together. Uh, it probably will not be this year, but either early next year or probably in the fall again, just to get the, um, the right preparation for it. A lot of banners has to be made. Uh, all the announcements out, permits and such required, and then at least three or four weeks notifications on the tent itself uh, for them to come and install it. These are different types of tents. They have to be held down with barrels and weights and such like. I think we had a wedding and they did some of that, but it's a different codes and specifications. So if you just, um, I was so looking forward to it, still am, and I've had several brothers who are lined up to come in and to be with us for a whole week of revival, but the Lord knows we've had a lot going on here, we've had a lot on our plate, but God in heaven understands all of that. However, on October the 22nd, we are going to have our fall festival here um, at the church, so we just want you to put that down on your calendar. It will be uh, October 22nd, our fall festival here um, at the church. We'll let you still try to have a time uh, to rally together, so if you'll, you'll put that down, and uh, uh, Sister Deanna and I, we were talking about this on the way to church, and she said, I can't even talk about that right now until we get through the wedding, so it's all right, it's fine, we, we understand, that is understood, amen, so I've, I've kept you busy all year long, maybe the Lord sees that you're tired and we just need to push the tent off, amen, for a little bit, but you have been so busy, and you, you, I've told you up front when you came under this ministry, you're not going to sit and rust out, okay, uh, we, we're going to keep you going, Brother George, we keep things moving here, amen, God does not want his people to sit idle, so if, if you would, just be in prayer, I will go out and obtain all of those things, I'm, I'm praying and debating between running a tent and actually investing in one, um, it's, it's, it's expensive to rent it, and for a few more dollars, I can actually purchase a tent and have it custom made the way that I want it, and it may be the Holy Spirit is wanting me to go that way, as you know, I'm very frugal with God's money, and uh, I don't want to just, uh, just spend, um, uh, throw something out like that, if we, if we can use it and it be an annual thing, it might be best for us to invest in it, so if you'll be in prayer concerning that, God will bless you for uh, being in prayer. Uh, this morning in our midst, we have a very special lady amongst us this uh, morning, and my daughter all the way from Africa, Brother Jeffrey Johnson's wife, Sister Mary. I wonder if you'll just stand up. God bless you, my daughters. Good to see you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, I've got children all over the world, but I only have one wife. Praise God. All over the world, in Europe, and in, in everywhere, all around the world. But I have one wife, praise God for that. I don't believe in polygamy, amen. But I've got some adopted children everywhere around the world. And I thank God for, since Mary, she'll be here a few days. So uh, we just thank the Lord for her being in our gates. May God bless you, my dear sister uh, in the Lord. We'd like to continue remembering Brother Daniel Gissenander in prayer. I misspoke. They, he actually got to come home on Thursday instead of Wednesday, and uh, Brother Mark, my bad, uh, they, they sent him home still trying to run tests and different things on him, 
But we know that God is mindful. We're still serving a great physician. You believe that? I really am believing. I really am believing that God will heal my brother completely. I really am. I do believe that with all my heart, my soul, and my mind. And uh, we're just going to continue praying. As the doctors do their part, that's fine. We know the great king and the great physician this morning. You believe it? Let's all stand to our feet. Um, We want to just give God praise and glory and honor. We'll have a testimony or so at the close of the service. But I want to take you right into the word this morning, if you may. Uh, go with me in a couple of scriptures. If you have your Bibles open. First uh, Samuel chapter 16, verses 12. Please, if you don't mind, make plans and preparation for the uh, fall festival time here. It's the time of harvest and gathering for the church. You know, it saddens my heart when I have special event here and we don't have the cooperation from the local church. I plan special meetings. I plan special events. And then we hear of believers supporting other events. And then our events at home are left unsupported. That hurts me as a pastor. Do you understand that? You know, so when we have events and, you know, I have believers tell me, well, I wasn't there because I went to another church event. Well, you knew that we we have an event here. This is a church that we go to. We must support our local church. Is that correct? The colony. The colony has to stay together. Okay. And and, and, uh, God wants us to pull together as a church. And the Lord will bless you. A lot of times things that goes into preparation cost a lot of money ahead of time. A lot of that comes out of our pocket uh, to do it. And, and when the saints doesn't show up, it makes it, it makes it hard. As our brother was preaching, it, it puts distress on the other ants. Amen. But if you're a fire ants, that's fine. You can keep going. Amen. But if you're a God ants, you'll stay in your colony. Amen. What color ants stay together, Brother George? Black or red? Black one going to stay together. Praise the Lord. All of us black ants are going to stay together. I don't care if your color is white or brown or black. We're all black ants. We're going to stay together in the sight of God. Amen? Is that all right? All right, praise God. In the book of 1 Samuel chapter 16, sermon number 1, this is sermon number 2. 1 Samuel 16, let's read uh, verses 12. This was was at the time that uh, David was anointed to be king. And he sent and brought him in, and he was ruddy and withal of a beautiful countenance and goodly to look to. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David. From that day forward, so Samuel rose and went to Ramah. I want you to keep that in your minds. Revelations chapter 5. Verses 1. Just a lengthy portion, but I have to set the backdrop for this message. And I saw on the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within 
and on the backside sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And now the reason why John is on the Isle of Patmos, and this is a vision of the Lord. This is a vision of the Lord that, that he's seeing here. He was placed there on the Isle of Patmos due to his stand for the Word of God. And here he is now, Brother Benjamin. He's standing there in a vision, and the vision broke forth, and God is now going to show him things that will be hereafter. And as he began to... He began to look, he saw these things unfolding before him, and he saw one coming forth, having this book in his hand, and it had seal, seven sealed around it. And he said, there was no man in heaven, and no man in the earth, or no man under the earth, that was worthy to open the book, or to look therein. He searched the heavens. There was no one there. Those that had passed on before us. He looked into the earth. And there was no man worthy. He went in the earth. Because Elijah's bones was there. And there was none. No humanity was able to open this book. And to look thereon. And to loose the seals. And he said, I wept much because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders said unto me, weep not. Oh, I love that. I love that. Weep not. Don't you love those words? When God comes to us and say, weep not. Behold, the line of the tribe of Judah. The root of David had prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld and lo in the midst of the throne of the four beasts and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. And he came. And took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. Praise God. And when he had opened the book, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps, golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. Do you realize, church? That every prayer you make to God from your heart it is kept. Hallelujah. There are no, there are no just a, a, a fly-by-night prayer that is made by a son of God. When that prayer is made, those prayers are, are kept before Almighty God. And what did they do? They sang a new song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book. And to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain. And had redeemed us to God. By 
thy blood and out of every kindred and tongue and people and nations and hast made us unto our God kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth. What a salutation. What a vision. What an adoration. What a worship. As John is watching this vision breaking into the eternities. He's seeing all the saints of God gathered. He's watching the angels, the seraphims. He's watching the ministering spirits of God, the angels of God. He saw your theophany. And the saints of God gather in awe in the presence of God. And John looked into it. And he said, when I look, I saw kings and I saw priests unto our God. Oh, what a jubilee. What a jubilee that was going on in heaven. Amen. See, the last few services, I brought you from the east side. Amen. Took you into the west side. Amen. I brought a message and commissioned you to now walk into your promised land. Hallelujah. Then brought a message for you to receive everything that God gives you. That's in body, spirit, and soul. But this morning, I want to take you up a little higher. Hallelujah. I want to break you out of the flesh. I want to take you out of your real problems. Your problem is not uh, the job or something else. Your problem is not the economics. It's not the neighbor or a family member. It's not your sicknesses. The greatest problem you have is this mind. I want to take you out of this body just for a moment into the spiritual atmosphere where all things have become new. Is that all right? Can we go up with John just for a moment? You got to get up where he is. In Revelation 4, he said, come up hither and I will show you things that will be hereafter. But you got to come up. You got to come up. After God previewed the seven church ages, then God took him up in the rapture. You believe it? You got to come out of the church ages into the rapture anointing. You believe it? He said, come up hither, and I will show you things that will be hereafter. Revelations 1, verses uh, 4. I'm just going to pace myself this morning. You know, Satan launched a serious attack against me, uh, a sinus issue, but I'm leaving. Somebody's praying. Yeah. Amen. I know God is able. In Revelation chapter 1, verses 4, John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you in peace from him which is, which was, and which is to come. You believe that? He is prophet, priest, and king. You believe it? Oh, what a great God we serve. And from the seven spirits which are before his throne. From Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, 
unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins. In whose blood? His blood. How am I made clear? How am I made clean? In the blood of Jesus. Who washed me? Jesus did. Praise God. It was no man's doing. It was God's. I love this. Here it is again. And hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. What are the same verses 6? And he had made us. That word in the uh, Greek lexicon made the root word is to form and fashion a new creation. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. He had made us. Amen. A new creation in Christ Jesus. Not the old creation remade, but a brand new creation. Who did it? Jesus Christ. The King of kings and the Lord of lords. He shall be lifted up in our midst this evening and morning. I said he shall be lifted up where he rightly deserved to be today. You believe it. I want to speak to you this uh, morning on the message, The Kingly Priesthood of the Bride, Part 1. And we are going to go through several scriptures. If you may, you'll have your Bibles. Let us bow our heads. God, Heavenly Fathers, we come before you today. We just want to thank you for your love to us. Thank you for this congregation, this body of believers that is here before me. We just ask that your sweet Holy Spirit will Move over us now, Lord, and come and just take preeminence in this meeting. We just uh, want you to be exalted. At the close of the service, from beginning to end, it's all about Jesus. We just want you to know how much we love you, Lord. That without you, we will be lost. Nothing we did or could do, as good as all of us may be, Lord, all our goodness are filthy rags. We just ask you to wash us, cleanse us, sanctify us now in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and the church said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. In a message, the great warrior David, 1955, January the 18th. Brett Bram spoke here of the passage I read in 1 Samuel 16. He said, when he poured oil upon him, he baptized him with the Holy Spirit in a symbol form. Amen. I hope you get that. That just came fresh. You see, the anointing oil... By a divine order in the Old Testament symbolizes the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So here is David now receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit at the time of his anointing. Notice, he right then, when that anointing struck him, he was positionally placed as king. 
Amen. You are placed positionally in Christ Jesus as kings and priests. Is that right? The moment you receive the Holy Spirit, God places you in the kingdom as an heir. We are not servants. We are heirs. We are not servants. We are sons and daughters of God. The Jews are servants. But praise God and the crossing of Jacob's hand. The blessing went from the youngest to the oldest. Hallelujah. It was the grace of God. The blessings of God crossed from the Jews to the Gentile. You believe it? From the oldest to the youngest. Hallelujah. And he hath made us kings and priests. Such grace. Faith is the substance, 1951, in May the 8th. What does a priest do? Make a sacrifice. What is spiritual sacrifice? That's what those, these sons and daughters do, which are kings and priests, yet not for possession, but they're making sacrifices, offering to God sacrifices, the fruits of our lips given praise to him. Amen. Fruits of our lips. You said, Brother Branham, I just don't feel like praising him. That's the time to make the sacrifice. Praise him anyhow. Kings and priests, sons and daughters, offering spiritual sacrifice, the fruits of our lips, giving praise unto his name. I want you to try to imagine the worship that is taking place in this opening passage in Revelations chapter 5. Praise and honor beyond human comprehension. You could not hold John back. You cannot stop the praises from going up. John was worshiping in the spirits. He had been caught up into the third heavens. There was such an atmosphere of worship that John began to cry out in the spirits. That even some of the saints in the other ages heard, I, John, praising and worshiping and giving honor to the king of kings. It was magnificent worship in the presence of God. You believe it? Harmony and melody that melts the soul to humility and lift you up to joy unspeakable and full of glory. Imagine the scene breaks forth into this vision. And John now is breaking into the vision of the saints of God as they gather around the throne. It says the 24 elders were there. Hallelujah. The 12 apostles, the 12 patriarchs. 
and the four beasts. That is the lion, the ox, the man, and the eagle announcing. Oh, what a celebration that was. And not only they, but the angels and spirits of theophany bodies all gathered around the throne. And the worship was jubilant. It was magnificent in the presence of God. Imagine a church. Real saints of God. You see, cannot resist the influence of spiritual singing in the house of God. Something about that atmosphere of God's power and presence. That causes you to break beyond mortal conception into an atmosphere that is heavenly. You see, this type of worship elevates you in the spirit realms. You're not just singing because you want to sing now. You're singing because you have a purpose to sing. There's a reason to sing. You know why you're singing? Because God had made us kings and priests unto our God. We're not singing because we're depressed. We're singing because of who we are in Christ Jesus. You believe it? It changed the perspectives of your worship now. You're not just singing to break the glooms and depression. You're not just singing because you want healing. You're not just singing because you want to feel good. You're singing with purpose. You're singing because you see your names were written in the Lamb's book of life. You believe it? Hallelujah. It takes you beyond this celestial and makes you soar to a greater heights towards the heaven. I'm taking you out of this dimension now. I'm bringing you into an atmosphere of who you are this morning. Imagine this morning worshiping with the angels, never to intermingle with one tear, one groan, or worldly cares. Worshiping beyond human elements in an atmosphere that is so godly, so holy, so pure. That's the atmosphere we worship in when we see who we are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then our groans and our tears and our worldly cares are all washed away. And now our worship is meaningful because we're worshiping now with a grateful heart. Because he hath made us kings and priests in the earth and we shall reign with him. You believe it? You see our worship as kings and priests is, uh, is like a mighty uh, thunders. And the sound of many waters. Hallelujah. As I read the book of Psalms. And I hear David crying out. Under the anointing. And he hear the thunder. And he hear the waters. 
And he said his voice was upon the waters and like thunder into the earth because he had broke into a spiritual atmosphere. Are you with me this morning, church? Amen. When we worship as kings and as priests, oh, we worship, and our worship is like the mighty thunders and the voice of many waters. That Satan cannot interrupt such worship. He may have stole your joy. He may have flicked your bodies. He may have caused you heartaches. But when you elevate of this worship of who you are, your voice is like a thunder in the earth, like the voice of many waters. You believe it? Notice that in the worship scene of John's vision, I would like to strike on some of the keynotes and sound them out this morning. You see, he's watching an all, an entire orchestra in heaven. And he's, he's, he's watching and he's seeing the key notes and the harmony and the highs and the lows that they were singing in. Hallelujah. Amen. And he's by revelation picking up on this key harmony to bring it back to the bride on earth. You believe it? Revelations 5 and 10 quickly. Let me strike some of these notes and sound them out for you this morning. Is this all right? Watch this, Revelation 5 uh, and 10. And he, and he heard this note and had made us unto our God, kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. You see a church. You see what he's seeing here in heaven. It is an entire harmony, an entire worship, an entire church so engulfed into the presence of Almighty God. And John is striking on the keynotes of what they were singing in the heavenly realms. Now, I pray may the Holy Spirit, the great Holy Spirit, bring illumination of darkness and light up my mind as I speak on this text this morning. You see, the first notes in this harmonious worship is the Redeemer's doings. He hath made us. What John is telling us, what we are experiencing on earth, Christ has already took care of it in the heavenlies. He came back and struck the notes and told us the work is finished. You don't have to save yourself. You don't have to try any longer for he has made us. Are you with me now? Hallelujah. So the first note that he struck on was, uh, he took us to another level in the worship that was happening in the heavens, and he pulled out the notes of the redeemer's doings. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
I'm glad that I didn't have to do it. I'm glad that there was someone that represented me. That I had nothing to do with it. This was the Redeemer's doings. And John Paul, that key, and struck it here on earth. And said, he said he had made us kings and priests. Oh, what a blessing. What a blessing this morning. They who stand before the throne sing of the Lamb. You understand? The line of the tribe of Judah. No one else was being glorified here. Not angels. Not prophets. Not apostles. Not patriarchs. Not the four beasts, but the lamb was being praised. You believe it? And he said, who took the book and broke the seals thereof? Thou hast made us kings and priests unto our God. In heaven, they do not sing glory and honor and praise. And power be unto ourselves forever. For we have been our own redeemers. Hallelujah. No, they never sang the praise to themselves. To glorify their own strengths. They never talk about holy and righteous they are. But they ascribed their salvation from beginning to the end to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love this church. I love this. It wasn't how great you were. How great a preacher you are. How great a prophet you are. It was all about the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. They never ascribed anything to themselves. They said, uh, they sing of the Lamb. Praise God. Blessings and honor and glory and power be unto the Lamb of God. You believe it? Ask them how they were saved. And they reply, the Lamb had made us what we are. You believe it? Ask them whence their glories came, and they will tell you they were bequitted to us by the dying Lamb of God. Ask whence they obtain the goal of their hearts, and they say it was dug in the minds of agony and bitterness by Jesus Christ. They ascribe every credit to Christ and Christ alone. Oh, that is an entire message by itself. I ask you this morning, where do you place your worship? Where do you place your worship? Some people on earth do not know where to put the crown, but those in heaven do. Hallelujah. They know where to put the crown. Amen. They know where to place the dying damn. Not on man, on church, and humanity, but on Jesus Christ, the Messiah. You believe it? You see this note that John heard. We are to become, you believe it? We are, we are the justified bride with full assurance that her husband, Jesus Christ's blood hides all of our transgressions from view. 
This is why they were singing in heaven. This is why you were singing in the heavens. This is why there was shouting going on in heavens. Because you saw yourself on earth. Hallelujah. The work been finished by our kinsman, Redeemer. You believe it. Now you know you were somewhere else. Amen. Before you came here. Amen. And God asked uh, Job, he said, Job, where were you when I laid a foundation? When the morning stars sang and the sons of God shouted for joy. Amen. You believe it? You want me to tell you what happened? Amen. In the heavenly host of the theophany bodies. Amen. God took, amen, Job to what John would see by revelation. And all the theophany bodies were gathered there. They're predestinated. And they saw the great battle on earth between the bride and the beast and Satan himself. It was a bloody battle. Hallelujah. Oh, and there were weeping. And there were sorrows. Oh, and there were sadness. But God says, let me show you something else. Before you go to earth, I want to show you something else. And he turned in the book. And he says, Greg Holder, come over here. Weep no more. For the line of the tribe of Judah had prevailed. And had made you king and a priest on the earth. It was then when the sons of God shouted for joy. They saw their names in the Lamb's book of life before the foundation of the world. And God asked Job, where were you? Where were you, Job? When the morning stars sang and the sons of God shouted for joy, I was there. I was there. I shouted. I shouted. I praised because I saw myself in Satan's Eden as an overcomer. You believe it, church? Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, love of God, how rich, how pure, how measureless and strong. They placed the diadem on the right head and, and ever sing, he had made us what we are. That was the tune they were singing in this great angelic choir. They placed the diadem upon his head and ever sing, you have made us what we are. Hallelujah. We are good for nothing. We are not worth anything. But praise God. There was a lamb in the midst of the throne. That took it all for me this morning. You believe it. You see this note that John heard. We are to become. You believe it. You see there is not a sin against me in God's book. Do you believe it. They have all been forever obliterated by the blood of Christ. They are canceled by the right hand of Jesus Christ. Who did this? Jesus Christ. Who's the lamb? Jesus Christ. Who's to be worshipped? Jesus Christ. Who is the name? Jesus Christ. Who's the church? Jesus Christ. It's all about the lamb. You believe it? Some people don't know where to put their worship. They had their worship in the wrong direction. But praise God. 
we know who we're worshiping. Not Brother Branham, not some preacher, but Christ, our Redeemer. Somebody shout amen in this place. Let me glorify him. Hallelujah. John in Revelation chapter 4 saw an open door. Amen. And God took John up through this open door. Amen. He said, come up hither and I will show you things I'll be hereafter. There's only one door, church. Amen. There's only one door. Jesus is that door. You believe us? There's only one way to God. One, one, one. One way to God. That's through Jesus, the Messiah. We have lost focus of the one that is central. We have lost focus of the central one. And we've placed our faith and our confidence in earth and vessel. And God is saying, the glory goes to the king this morning. You believe it, friends? Amen. I'm so grateful. You see, I have nothing to fear this morning. I cannot be condemned. Paul said, who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Not God, for he has justified. Not Christ, for he has died. You believe it? Can you say this morning, I am justified. And who made me so? God had made me what I am. Oh, I love it. A miserable wretch with all kinds of baggage and all kinds of faults, all kinds of scars, all of my past and my memories and my genetics. But I'm so glad he has made. Hallelujah. He has created a brand new creation in my body that I can't fail when I'm in him. You believe it? Oh, I love this. You see, justification uh, from first to last is of God. Salvation is of the Lord only. You believe that? Hallelujah. Man can't save you. Church can't save you. The best they'll do for you is broken promises. Amen. You build up a little confidence and they'll drop you like a hot head lead balloon. Because they can't keep up with the criterias. But I'm thankful that there's one that met the criteria. Justice demanded blood. Because it was blood that was broke into the human race. That caused the fall. But God says there'll be a greater blood. Or a greater bloodstream that will come to eradicate and alleviate any of the falsehood in humanity this morning. I love the scripture in Galatians 2 and 16. Stay with me this morning. Paul says, knowing that a man uh, is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Jesus Christ. What kind of faith do you have today? People trying to have faith, you need the faith of Jesus Christ. This is the reason your faith will fail. Because you got man-made faith. But when you have faith, like Jesus had faith, you won't need hands laid upon you. 
you speak the word. Hallelujah. What did Jesus said to the centurion man? He came to Jesus and he said, Lord, I'm a man under authority. And, and, and I say to one, go out and he goes, amen, and come and he comes. He said, Lord, I know that you're the man. I know you are the Christ. He said, all you got to do, you don't even have to come under my roof. Just speak the words and thy servant shall be healed. Hallelujah. And what did Jesus say? I have not found so great a face. No, not in Israel. You need to be operating by the greater faith. You believe it? You know what the greater faith is? Speak it. Speak it and it shall come to pass. Speak it out of your lips. Amen. And it shall come to pass. You believe it? The spoken word power is resting within us. That's the greater faith. Oh, church of God, I trust you're seeing what I'm seeing this morning. Amen. You see, the power of God is released by the spoken word upon your lips. Amen. You believe us? And if you say they're healed, then they're healed. Not by laying of hands, not by anointing of oil, but speak the word. That's the greater faith in the church. You believe it? Amen, I love this. I love this. And he said, now, being justified by the faith of Christ, not by the works of the law, but by the wor- uh, for by the works of the law shall no flesh be saved. You see, the problem in our ranks is we're still trying to live under the shadow of the law. Amen? Because the law requires uh, uh, certain ordinances. And mind you, friends, if you have the Holy Ghost, it gives you the right ordinance. You don't need a book, a code of ethics. You don't need a list of do's and don'ts. When you have the Holy Ghost, it brings the ethics right in our midst. You believe it? I'm going to preach anyhow. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, you see, justification is the... Judicial act of God by which he pardons all the sins of those who believe in Jesus Christ. You see, through justification, we are declared righteous in God's eyes. You believe it? You're not righteous unless you're justified. You believe it? So, if there's need for justification... There's got to be a breach of transgression. Are you with me this morning? Amen. There is a list of transgression which lines you up for true justification. Hallelujah. You don't come to Christ now and say, Lord, wait a minute now. I've got, I've got a mess in my hand. Amen. Let me clean this all up and then I'll come under the justification of Christ. He says, no, just come as you are. Amen, come as you are. Just come just like you are. Because my grace is sufficient for you. The blood of Jesus Christ justifies the bride of Christ. You you believe that? So justification puts us in right relationship with God. The word justify defines itself just as if you've never 
sin. You believe it's justify as just as if you've never sinned. Amen. You believe it. God knows exactly where we are. And he knows what we're struggling with in our midst. Oh, hallelujah. I hope you get a hold of this this morning. Because this is power, friends. Amen. This is due to us. This is power. This is ammunition against the power of darkness. Against the forces of spiritual wickedness in high places. You believe it? Can I press forward now? Listen, the visible union of the bride of Christ. Read it many times. 1965, November 25th. He says, justify as though you never done it. Amen. It's not even regarded at all. Now, when you walk into a room and someone is there that's expecting you, and uh, they never lift their head and acknowledge you, they disregard you. Amen. Praise God. I'm so glad, though. It's not even everyone, everyone, I say every one of my transgressions and my iniquities are not even regarded. When Satan comes in the presence of Almighty God, you know what he does? He just keeps his head down. When my accuser walks in to the presence of Almighty God, you know what he does? He keeps his head down because he will not regard any accusations against his beloved wife. He said, I bought her. I washed her. I placed her name in my book. I have no regards for false accusations. You believe it? He, the bridegroom, bore your shame himself for you. In your place, he took your place. I love that. You see, many of you are, are, are many of you uh, uh, sanctified people. You you feel that you're sanctified, and many of you are sanctified, but but you're not perfectly sanctified as yet. You know that. You still have another law in your members warring against the law of the mind, and you'll always. You always will have the law while you tabernacle faith in this life. You never will be perfect in your sanctification until you get up before the solemn throne of God in the rapture of our bodies. Meanwhile, in the spiritual sense of your theophany form, you're already sanctified. Believe it, you're already sanctified. But while in this flesh, you will never reach perfection of sanctification. Oh, church, are you with me this morning? Amen. This is rich food for the bride of Christ. Amen. But you already have a representation. Amen. You already have a representation that is perfected sanctification. Don't raise your hands. How many of you have been serving God all your lives? You've been in church all your lives. You've been trying to sanctify this old serpent all your lives. And what do you come up with? A big zero. 
Some weeks you do better than other. Some days you're better than other. Some months you're better than other months. Come on now. But suddenly that serpent begin to creep up. Amen. Inside of you. That venom inside. Amen. Begin to try to eat the dust of sin again. But praise God. On the inside of the inside of the soul. It has made connection with the theophany. Glory. You love it this morning. Oh, hallelujah. Blessed be the Lamb of God. I love this, friends. It is so wonderful. This is because your bodies are not yet fully redeemed. Amen. Only your souls. You believe that? Your body are not yet fully redeemed. Paul spoke of it in Romans. He said to with the redemption of our bodies. Your bodies are not yet redeemed. So why do you demand pure sanctification and perfection from something that is cursed? Y'all getting quiet now. I'm not handing out license this morning to go and eat the dust of the lust of the flesh and the, and the worldlyism. But I'm telling you, don't let Satan, amen, bring you under condemnations. Don't you live under the power of condemnation. You can rise up this morning and say, he had made us kings and priests. You believe it? Amen. Let's, let's face it, friends. Half of our Christian years of serving God, we worry about failing God. We worry about failing God. We even sing about it. I cannot fail the Lord. Amen. But God is saying, you will never fail me. You will never fail me as long as you stay in Christ. As long as you know who is king and who is Lord and who the Lamb is. You believe it? Hallelujah. I believe it. You see, friends, praise God. One day, though, all the imperfections of your bodies and carnal depravity will be forever rooted out of your life when you lay this old serpent's flesh down and cease from this life into an eternal atmosphere forever reunited with the saints of God. And then the righteous will walk out upon the ashes of the wicked. Are you following me? Then the righteous will walk out upon the ashes of the wicked. This wicked flesh will be trampled under her feet one day by a glorified body. Amen. Not made with hands. You are your greatest enemy. Praise the Lord. When we talk about our enemy, we think about people we owe grudges on. People that owe us money. Somebody rejected us. Somebody didn't treat us right. But the greatest enemy is you. I'm preaching to you this morning. Someday, when the depravity is all rooted out of this flesh, we step on the serpents. Hallelujah. In a glorified anointing. You believe it? Is this rich this morning? Are you feeding on eagle's food today? Hallelujah. I love it. Yet in the inward spirit, you are growing in grace and holiness. Because Christ had redeemed you and ransomed you from the curse of every sin. 
and the blood stands right there over the cursed body and said, Satan, you can't do anything. And the inside of the inside, they're growing in grace, hallelujah, and in holiness. And someday that inside will match the other sides. And when two omnipotent meets, the miraculous will take place. The rapture will happen. You believe it? You love him this morning. Oh, hallelujah. It is Christ who done it all. Praise God. Can I give you good news? It is Christ who done it all. Ah, the Bible says, to his name be glory. Hallelujah. And honor. And praise. And dominion. Hallelujah, Lord. For thou art worthy. Because thou wast slain. Hallelujah. John is striking the notes. And he's telling us, this was the Redeemer's doings. What happened on earth, it was because of what he did at Calvary on the backside of God's mind. You believe it? You see, you will not be on the rapture in a rapture based on the things that you do. Amen? Only by your obedience to the full word and nothing else. Because Jesus Christ came to do what you couldn't. Praise God. Can I ask you a question? Can you save yourself? So why are you trying? Hello, somebody. I'm preaching in this house. So why are you trying? Amen. He came to do what we couldn't do. Praise God. Can you overcome? No. Hallelujah. Can you live righteous? No. Hallelujah. Are you good? No. Hallelujah. Where you come down? Yes. Are you a sinner? Were you a sinner? Yes. Are you no good? Yes. Amen. So we need one that's good amongst us. He came to do what we couldn't do this morning. Is he naturally speaking based on God's standard? The best person you know is a vile, wretched sinner. Oh, this wretched creature that I am, Paul says. Did he meet the pillar of fire? Yes, he did. But what did he call himself? A miserable, wretched sinner. Oh, this wretched man that I am. He recognized the one that is righteous. That was Jesus Christ. Oh, friends, you see, your election is based on the finished work. You believe that? When did Christ make his bride kings and priests? When he signed, hallelujah, listen to this. When he signed the covenant of grace. You realize that you are under a covenant of grace. And that cannot be broken as long as you're in Christ. When did this happen? When was your election sure and the work finished? When he signed the covenant of grace. You believe it? 
It was the Magna Carta rights. Hello, somebody. It was the Magna Carta rights. You believe it? You see, in the old English, the Magna Carta is a, doc a document consisting of a fundamental guarantee of rights and privileges. Oh, I'm glad. Stay with me now. Stay with me now, church. Amen. I'm coming home. Stay with me. You see, far, 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 hallelujah, in eternity, the Magna Carta of the brides was written, was written by the hand of God, but it needed one signature to make it valid. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Magna Carta was written by God. But it lacked one signature to make it valid and sure. Yes, the signature of the Son of God to make that covenant valid, eternal, and order in all things and sure. Justice demanded a guarantor for our transgression. Hallelujah. Let me break into John's vision and sound the note on earth now. Suddenly, the Son of God, amen, came into manifestation. And he grabbed the pen in his hand, writing with his own blood in an everlasting uh, letter, the Son, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. One sure signature to bind the covenant. And that was the blood of Jesus Christ that sealed the covenant this morning. I'm so glad there was a Magna Carta. Amen. But I'm thankful there was a signature that made it sealed and forever. You believe it, church? Hallelujah, paid in full by the blood of the Lamb. We used to sing the little song. He didn't have to do it, but he did. Hallelujah. He didn't have to save me, but he did. He didn't have to heal me, but he did. He didn't have to call me his son, but he did. The Magna Carta put everything in place, but the son's signature Amen. Sign the proper documents. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now I can cash in as a benefactor. Hallelujah. Look, Satan. I want to show you something. The sun signed it. The sun signed it. It needed a signature. And the sun signed it. He signed it with his own blood. And he signed it. In his own title, the Son, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. No devil can come against that signature. You believe it, friends? Hallelujah. The sacred gratification of the treaty. It is stamped and sealed with the great seal of our Father in heaven. Selected. Chosen. Called, elected, anointed, placed, 
Hallelujah, Satan. I said, placed, sons of God, hallelujah, coming into their adoption. Oh, I feel like shouting over the church. Amen. There's something about the bride. You believe it? Oh, the gracious covenant then was forever made secure, my friends. And at the moment of the signature of this wondrous document, the angel and spirits of theophany before the throne uh, took up the song of the whole body of the elect and sang. And John now copies the song from heaven and sings, us, sings it to earth. Uh, brings it to earth to us. And they sang this song. For he has made us kings and priests unto our God. Hallelujah. Amen. John began to echo the northern earth. And those that were in theophany spirits. Picked it up in the earth and Laosia, and they're singing the same song. For he had made us kings and priests unto God. What song are you singing, church? Amen. You can only sing where your representation is. Amen. Come on now. You can only sing of where your representation is. You know what my representation is? Amen. Before the throne. Hallelujah. And I'm picking up on the same note of John now. And I'm singing with him. For he had made us kings and priests. For he had made us kings and priests. Tell Satan. For he had made us kings and priests. For he had made us kings and priests. Hallelujah. Before the bride of Christ started into existence on the earth she was singing before the throne in a rehearsal of what Christ hath accomplished on earth here we are by that very signature constituted kings and priests unto our God this morning hallelujah oh wretched man that I am I start but I fail I do good, but I keep failing in this flesh. But I'm singing the note to you of what John sang to the church. Because he saw that the documents were sure and secure. He said, for he had made us kings and priests. Lord, I can't live it, but you have made us kings and priests. I don't know how I'm going to get through, but you had made us kings and priests. If I make the rapture for you and made us kings and priests. You believe it? Hallelujah. Are you catching the harmony of the two now? I hope I'm able to bring the note down to the earth for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You see, the devil could not canonize this note. 
It's like the angels of God were singing it in heaven and God allowed one of those notes to drop down as a stray note in Laosia. Amen. Going through the earth to catch up with his little bride. Hallelujah. Some stray note from another dimension hit my soul and said for you are the son of God for he had made you kings and priests. Believe it. I'm so glad for it. Hallelujah. It was not all concealed into the heaven. God let an open door happen there. Praise God for the note this morning. Revelations, uh, church age book, Jesus Christ. Amen. Revelation of Jesus Christ. Is this all right with you this morning? Can I take a few more moments? Brother Brown said he had made us. Hallelujah. He had made us. Oh, there are certain truths we need to emphasize. Amen. This is one of them. He, he had made us. I want you to say it with me. He had made us. What is the note I'm striking? His doings. He did it. He did it. I didn't do anything. He did it. He had made us. Hallelujah. Salvation is his doing. Hallelujah. Salvation is of the Lord. All of grace. He redeemed us for a purpose. He bought us for a purpose. We are kings, spiritual kings. Oh, we we are going to be kings upon the earth with him when he sits on the throne. But now, we are spiritual kings. We reign over spiritual kingdoms. Principalities and powers has no dominion over us. We can enforce the power of spoken word. Amen. Over demonic realms. You believe it? You believe that? Witchcraft. Amen. Demonic spirits. Sorceries. Amen. Evil spirits of diseases and deceptions. This is our kingdom. A spiritual kingdom. We have the power to enforce this morning. You believe it? This is because of the Redeemer's doings. Hallelujah. The Redeemer's doings. Praise God. He had made me. He had made me a son and a daughter of God. Amen. Satan's forces has no power over the spiritual kingdom in the name of Jesus Christ. You believe it? You believe that? It has no power over, amen, the forces of God this morning. You believe it? Christ did not stop here, you understand? Christ did not stop here. You believe it? You believe that? It was not simply agreeing to the terms of the treaty. Stay with me now. He filled it. All out. Hallelujah. Oh, Brother Greg. I see why I love you so much. Hallelujah. He did not just agree to the terms of the treaty. He filled it all. Every jot and every tittle. 
The Bible said he drank the cup of salvation and he ate the bread of affliction. He drinks the cup in the Gethsemane when the fluid of that cup didn't mingle with his blood and made each drop a scalding poison against the forces of darkness. Hallelujah. Pardon me. He wasn't just coming and saying, I'm your redeemer now. I'm signing the declaration. But I'm going to fulfill all of it. I'm going to do everything. You see, the pain that traveled through his vein, each nerve was twisted and contoured with the agony. His brow, the Bible said, covered with the sweat and agonies as they follow each other into the very depth of his souls, of his soul. He placed between him, uh, we, we understand when he was placed between the upper and lower uh, 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 millstone of his father's vengeance. And when in his whole soul was, the Bible say, so to speak, ground to powder. Hallelujah. He cried, crying out to God, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Hallelujah. God looking down the great spirit upon his son and said he signed a treaty, but now he's fulfilling it in reality for us. The Bible says the pain was so great in his body, body, so powerful the pain that caused the mountains to move out of his place. This is when the Grand Canyon was formed. This is when the mountains of Gatlinburg was pushed up at that time of the great agony of God. This is when the great lakes were formed at that time. As our father now not just was agreeing to the treaty, but he's saying, watch me step down and fulfill everything that I've signed and made this great grace covenant with my bride over the father poured the vengeance of his wrath upon him. Hallelujah. There he was that day of Calvary hanging between heaven and earth. Picture him hanging on his cross for four long hours in the scorching sun, overwhelmed by his father's passing wrath. Oh, church of the living God. Let me tell you something. His side streaming with blood. His lips to parched before death strikes. He cried out, it is finished. It is finished. Hallelujah. He cried out to the Father. Lord, if it be thy will, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, my will but thine be done. As he suffered like no human being has suffered. He suffered so hard until his eyes were crossed. The veins in his body begin to ooze out. Hallelujah. Of the skin, the blood of the treaty that he assigned. You understand why he signed this treaty, don't you know? Because there were some people in the earth who was redeemed in the mind of God. 
that had some sins, that had some horror in their lives, that had some terrible uh, things happen in their lives. And God says, somebody, somebody has to pay for all this. Hallelujah. It is at that moment when God began to pour out all of our wrath, all of our sins, all of our sorrows was poured upon him. Hallelujah. For our sake, he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquity, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. My God, my God, why is thou forsaken me? God backed away from his own son. Hallelujah. He could have called 10,000 angels. He could have called 10,000 angels. But God had to back away from his own son. So every one of my sin was striking. Every one of my sorrow was striking. Every one of my no good ways and my sinful ways was strike. Hallelujah. The covenant maker. The redeemed one. Amen. God says, I can't do it now, son. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm so glad that he did it all. For me this morning. That wrestling God man. That suffering man of Gethsemane. Oh bride of Christ. I'll ask you this morning to prostrate yourself before the cross. And bow before that suffering one. Bow before that suffering one. And say thou had made us. Thou had made us. What we are, and we are nothing without you, Lord. We are nothing without you. I want you to put the crown on the right head this morning. I want you to put the crown on the right head this morning. For thou art worthy, O God. Saint Jesus Christ finished the work of making us what we are. By his ascension into the heavenlies. You believe that? He died for our sin. But he rose again for our justification. You believe it? You see the resurrection of, uh, of our Lord Jesus. And in the resurrection in the majesty. When he burst the bonds of death. Was to us the assurance that God had accepted us in the beloved. You believe it? When he broke the power and bonds of sin, he was saying, I've accepted you in the beloved. Do you believe it this morning? And as he ascended to the throne of God, uh, I can hear him say to his father, I have finished the work which thou givest me to do. Hallelujah. Can you imagine that? When he cried, Eli, Eli, Sabasaniah. Amen. His spirit was released from his body. He ascended into the right hand, into the throne of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. And he said, Father, for I have finished the work that thou givest me to do. Behold me and 
the bride that thou has given me. Hallelujah. Amen. Behold me and the bride that thou has given me. I have done it all. I have accomplished every title. I have finished every part of the covenant. It is not, there's not one iota I have left unfulfilled. Or one till that is left out. All is done. Father, I have finished the work that thou hast given me to do. Hallelujah. Who had made us kings and priests? Whose doing was it? The Lamb of God. Hallelujah. I finished it. It's paid in full. It's all done. Everything is finished. How we must sing before the throne of God when we speak. For thou hast made us unto our God kings and priests. And we shall reign on the earth. How we must sing those songs to him. For now we are accepted in the beloved. I'm closing. First Peter 1 and 18. For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things. As silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers. But with the precious blood of Christ. As of a lamb without blemish and without spot. You believe it? Ephesians 2, 3 through verses 6. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. In Christ according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. But we should be holy without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein what? Wherein he had made us accepted in the beloved. Because of his sinlessness, we are accepted by God. You believe it? Only because of him, we are accepted this morning. You see, friends, it is a very dangerous attempt to add anything to the righteousness of Christ. In fact, it is a slap in his face to try to add to what Christ has already finished. He has made us accepted in the beloved. You believe it? You believe it? Jesus is the only accepted sacrifice to God and through faith and only in him we can be justified and be accepted by God. As the musicians come, please. We are accepted in the beloved because of his victory over death, hell, and the grave. You see, Christ was successful over sin Satan's power at Calvary this morning. You believe it? And we see exactly where he is right now as our victor. Hebrews quickly, 1 and 3. The Bible says, And when he by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. I say you, I say to you, the bride of Christ, our husband is where he deserves 
to be this morning. Our husband is where he deserves to be this morning. He should be upon the throne of every heart in this building as we stand to our feet. He's on the throne. You believe that? He's glorified and exalted in heaven. And the reason that Jesus sat down was because his work of redeeming his bride was completed. When you work at the end of the day and it's all over, we look for a chair to sit down. And when Christ finished everything that was required of him, the Bible said he sat down at the right hand of the Father. Jesus brought secured success. The Bible says over death, hell, and the grave. And the Revelations 1 and 18 says, I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. I say to you in closes, praise God. It was his doings that made us kings and priests unto our God. The kingly priesthood of the bride of Christ. Are you grateful this morning? Amen. To know that he did it all. He finished it all. Quit wrestling. Quit fighting. Quit trying. In God's army, you quit. Of yourself. Hallelujah. In God's army, God don't want you. God wants your soul. In God's army, when he takes over, spiritual things begin to happen in our lives. We become kings and priests unto our God. You know what a king does, don't you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He rules. He rules over the power of darkness. Do you know what a priest does? Oh, he worships. Hallelujah. He gets up in the morning and he makes the morning oblation. The evening oblation. Hallelujah. Not only has he made us kings, but he has made us priests. Lifting up worship to him. In adoration to God. You see, friends, God wanted me to sound out this note to you and let you know that all is well in Jesus' name. By God's grace, the next few services, I'm going to take up a few more notes and keep striking these notes on God's grace. Amen. Fiddle to you, the bride of Christ. May God help me to pick up, amen, the spiritual fiddle and with the right hand of God play out the tune of amazing grace to you, the bride of Jesus Christ. Do you love him this morning? Give God a good round of applause as we worship you. Behold, Jehovah. Sing it with us. Seated on his throne. Abba, Father, the well that overflows, the God who
the bride sing. taking over the church to where Jesus is no longer lifted up. People worship the prophet. They try to do John. They worship their churches. 
their worship, their camp meetings, their special speakers. But Jesus sits in the church with dirty feet, unwelcome, unwashed. But Simon, I have somewhat to say against you. Hallelujah. There's going to be a little prostitute church who's been redeemed by the blood of a lamb. Who slipped in. Hallelujah. Oh God. Thank you, O Lamb of God. Can I anoint you? Can I kiss your feet? Oh Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I want to worship you, Jesus. The preachers don't preach about you anymore. They're too interested in splitting uh, ideas and quotes and doctrines. They're too interested in worshiping Brother Branham. But Jesus, I love you. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Oh, let all the critics talk right now. Let them all talk right now. Hallelujah. What beautiful tears to wash his feet with this morning. There he sat. Hallelujah. So Simon, come here for a minute. Hallelujah. You invited me to your house. Oh my. You give me an invitation. But you never greeted me. You never washed my neck. You never put perfume upon me. You never washed my feet. Because you're too caught up in your churchology. And your messageology. You're worshiping the wrong person. You're putting the crown on the wrong hair church. But this woman, hallelujah. This church. Since I've been in this place. Has not ceased to wash my feet. And to kiss them. And to dry my feet with the hair of her head. And I say to her, her sins that were many are now forgiven. She has received true justification. Hallelujah. Praise God. Aren't you thankful, friends? I worship only at the foot of Jesus. I worship only. I will not worship any man. And friends, people get upset at me. They send me dirty emails and texts when I preach like this. They think I don't believe this message. But I believe it. But I'm not putting my worship in the wrong direction. It needs to be at the brown brow of Jesus Christ. Pardon me. It needs to be at, on his head this morning. You believe it? You know why God don't heal us? We worship the wrong people. Why we have this mess that we're in called the message. Amen. In a message. Amen. It's because we worship that we don't see Jesus. Amen. We don't see Jesus. Hallelujah. Like Peter, James, and John. Amen. When they looked up there. Hallelujah. What do you see? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say one. Uh, let's make, make us three tabernacles. One for, 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 for Moses, Elijah, John. Let's, let's make Jesus. Amen. But you got to see Jesus only. You believe it? You got to see Jesus only. You believe it? He saved you. He healed you. He redeemed you. He is your Savior. He is your Lord. 
I worship only. Hallelujah. Sing it with me. I know I'm over time, but who cares? Amen. Your food won't burn. Worship Jesus with me just for a moment. Oh, I worship only at the feet of Jesus. His cup alone.
saw myself how miserable I am. What a wretch that I am. What a worm that I am. What a wretched man that I am. I cried out to my God. Lord, but I love you. I love you. There's no one else that I love so dear my soul like my Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord picked me up into a dimension, took me over into the book of Revelations, chapter 5. I heard the Holy Spirit says, For I have made you worthy. For I have made you a king and a priest. And I will show you what is happening in the heavenly realm. And I will bring it to earth so that you can tell my people that I am Lord, that I am Lord. Because in my church, my people have deprived of worshiping. They're placing the wrong worship on the wrong head. And friends, I tell you, there was such a supernatural force of the Holy Spirit that broke down into the room, Brother George, and I moved beyond this flesh, and I saw into the heavenly realms. The same way I broke into that vision, Sister Kelly, and I saw you and Brother Mark into that third heavens. Amen. There was such a supernatural presence of God that filled the room. And the Holy Spirit said, pick up your pen and begin to write. I began to note things that you heard today that was coming out in that spirit realm of the Holy Spirit. Don't you just love him? Can we sing that? I love him. I love him because he first loved me and purchased my salvation. Friends, you got to fall in love with Jesus. You got to fall in love with Jesus. Before anything happened in your life, you got to fall in love with him. You can't have nothing between you and him. It's got to be Jesus only. You got to love him. He's your husband this morning. He's your Lord. He's everything. He's your king. Can we sing it together? I love him. I love him. I love him. Oh, I love God bless you online. Shalom until the next service, Wednesday evening, 7 p.m.